You Can Handle Anything, episode number 293. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming and complaining and without getting mad at yourself for losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that being able to control your emotions in the moment is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn how to take responsibility for your emotions so you can get unstuck from them and be able to handle anything. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So last night, I led an online workshop called, Why Did I Say That? The Powerful Way to React Without Regret. And it was a really great workshop. And the women who attended brought their real life situations to the workshop. And we workshopped those situations and we unpacked the stories and everyone left with insights and tips and strategies to bring back into their life. And I'm going to share more with you about the workshop, but I just wanted you to know that if you haven't attended a workshop with me yet this year, my plan is to continue to offer them monthly on related topics to emotional well-being throughout 2023. So you're going to have lots of opportunities to join me and learn and grow with the other women who join the workshops. And I really hope that you will join us in the coming year. Okay, so I'd like to share what came up in the workshop and a story to go along with it. So the workshop was intended to focus on situations where people trigger you, like they say something that pushes your buttons or they do something that irritates you, and to offer you tips and strategies for not reacting automatically so that you don't regret what you said. And so I asked the participants of the workshops to share some of their triggers so that we could have context. And what was shared was more or less what I expected. Basically, it was the people closest to us in our lives that tend to trigger us the most, like a spouse, a child, a friend, a neighbor, another close relative, a boss or coworker, etc. Okay, but then one of the participants raised something that I didn't expect, and that was when you're in a casual conversation with someone, you know, like you're walking with a friend and your friend is saying something and you're listening and then you respond. And when you respond, she listens, you know, that kind of thing. And then what sometimes happens is, is at one point you respond, but the other person gets upset or gets irritated for whatever reason. Maybe you finished their sentence, maybe you interrupted them unintentionally, or Maybe you responded, but they weren't even looking for a response. And what happens is you become the trigger without even realizing it. Has this ever happened to you? And then all of a sudden, it's that other person who's automatically reacting, not you. You know, they're like, why did you say that? Why did you do that? I didn't ask for your opinion. And then what happens is you tend to automatically react to their automatic reaction. Oh my God, can you follow that? This almost feels like a game, but it's not a game. It's your life. And all of a sudden, whereas, you know, two minutes ago, everything was la-di-da, you are now triggered because someone else got triggered by you and you don't even know necessarily what you did. I'm so glad to the woman who brought this up because it is so relevant to this topic. 
And so we workshopped around this topic. And I also shared a story because something literally happened the night before that was so spot on to this topic. And I want to share that story with you now. So what happened was my husband and I were watching a movie on Netflix. And I really had to concentrate watching the movie because a lot of it actually was in Arabic and I don't speak Arabic. So I had to read the subtitles. And anyway, one of our kids comes into the room where we were watching the movie and starts talking to my husband because this child wanted to share about their day. Now, it was a bit shocking to me that one of my kids would do that, right? Like, why can't they wait until the movie is over? But okay, right? It wasn't a big deal. I got unstuck in my mind. I didn't say anything. My husband hit pause on the movie and this child spoke for about five minutes sharing about some sort of physical exercise that they were really proud of that day. I don't know. That was it. They walked out and we resumed the movie. And then like 15 minutes later, the same child opens the door to the room where we're watching this movie and says, Ima, 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 which is mom, right? In Hebrew. And I hear it, but I purposefully don't respond because I'm watching a movie, right? I also don't respond because I assume that my child is going to get the hint. Like I'm not responding because I'm doing something right now. Well, my child didn't get the hint. And not only did my child not get the hint, my child got mad at me for not responding. Okay, can you see what's going on here? I'm watching a movie. I'm in the middle of something. And it's clear that I'm in the middle of something. My child comes in for the second time, interrupts. I don't respond. And my child gets mad at me. So I ask my husband to please hit the pause button again. Then my child starts to tell me how disrespectful I am. (laughs) Sorry, when I think about it, it makes me laugh. And my response was like, me? I mean, I was like laughing. I was like, me disrespectful? This is the second time that you came into the room when we are in the middle of watching a movie. And my child went on to say, yeah, but I called your name three times and you didn't answer. That's disrespectful. (laughs) And I just took a stop. I looked at my child I didn't say anything. I just looked at my child. And it's taking the stop that is the most fundamental thing when it comes to being able to handle emotionally challenging situations in your life. You must learn how to take a stop. You must take responsibility for taking a stop because no one else is going to do it for you. And because you don't want to be dependent on anyone else to do that for you. And while the stop may be uncomfortable for you and for them, it empowers you. But what it also does is it affords the other person a moment. Whether they take that moment or not, you know, to think or reflect upon what just happened, you are still giving them a gift when you take a stop, whether they realize it or not. Anyway, I took a stop and then very quickly I walked myself through the unstuck method without my child knowing it and how I responded was I just said, okay. And my child looked at me like I had two heads. What do you mean, okay? And I said, okay, 
you said I'm being disrespectful and I'm saying, okay. And my child just looked at me. And I think it's because what it appeared to happen was that I was letting go of the need to be right. In other words, by saying, okay, it sounded like I was agreeing with my child that I was being disrespectful. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think I was being disrespectful. I think my child was the one who was being disrespectful. But what's also true is that I didn't want to fight my child. And I didn't want to argue with my child. And I wanted to watch this movie. So I just said, okay. And that nipped it all in the bud. My child asked the urgent question, which of course was not urgent, or at least if they felt, you know, it was urgent, they could have politely asked us to, you know, pause the movie, but it didn't matter. It was over. And when I saw my child the next morning, it was as if nothing happened. That is the power of this work, my friends. It's about you taking responsibility for your reactions and deliberately choosing your responses. And it all comes down to being able to first take a stop. And I'm curious when it comes to taking stops, how are you with stops? Do you take stops in your life? Is it hard for you to take stops? What do you struggle with when it comes to taking stops? I would love to hear your answers to my questions, which you can send me in the DM on Instagram. I actually went live this week on Instagram to talk about the stop and to offer a stopping practice. And I'm thinking about doing that weekly or even twice a week on Instagram. So if you are on Instagram, definitely make sure you find me. You can just do a search for Shiragura or you can handle anything. And then you can start to bring more stops into your life because the truth of the matter is practice really does make progress. You do have to practice this, but the more you do the more you're going to be able to bring it into your life. And so what I'd like to leave you with today is a little challenge. The next time you accidentally trigger someone else and they come back to you, you know, getting all mad at you, can you imagine, first of all, taking a stop? And then secondly, considering letting go of the need to be right and just saying to them, okay, And you do that because being unstuck is more important than being right. Now, this is not easy because our brains have a strong desire to hold on to our stories and to hold on to being right. But can you imagine what your life would look like if you could let go of being right all the time and how much freedom and peace that can bring you in your life and in your relationships? Now, obviously, this is a suggestion that you would need to consider from situation to situation, and you may not use it all of the time. But if you can think about just the everyday situations, like the one I mentioned, and consider where you tend to get stuck in your life because you're holding on to being right, I am really curious about how your life could look differently if you were willing to let go of the need to be right. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. If you liked this episode, please leave me a comment on my website or send me a DM on Instagram or leave me a review on iTunes. I absolutely love to receive your feedback and I love to interact with you in these different ways. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can 
handle anything. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. You're one of my podcast listeners, and you wanted to talk to me about being able to handle something in your life. Well, as you know, this is a podcast, and so it's kind of like a one-way conversation. But it doesn't have to be like that. That's why I want to share with you the experience you get when you enroll in my course, Get Unstuck. First of all, this course is the only online training that shows you exactly how to gain control of your emotional reactions using my proven strategy, the unstuck method. And by the end of the course, you'll feel more in control during emotional reactions, you'll learn how to respond rather than react to emotionally difficult situations, and you'll feel like you're back in the driver's seat of your life. And best of all, in about two hours, you'll have the tools to do all of this on your own. Secondly, it is so important to me that you get exactly what you need, that I've created three personal live opportunities for you to ask me anything, clear something up that may be confusing, clarify an emotion that you may be experiencing, or offer you help with the story you may be stuck in. You can sign up right away by heading over to my website, shiragura.com, and clicking on Get Unstuck, or you can click on the link in the show notes to get started. Either way, I can't wait to bring this extraordinary work to you. And of course, to meet you in person. I'll see you soon.